Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Before we start the show, I would like to give a special thank you and shout out to our new Patreon members. Zeki, Joe, Orlina, Dan, and Twilight. Thank you guys so much for being a member of our Patreon page. We greatly appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And if you would like to join as well, link will be in the description below. Now, let's get the show started. Perhaps the 19th century's interest in the paranormal was an attempt to cling to a superstitious past. Or possibly, some incredibly strange things were genuinely occurring and were just accurately documented. The 1800s gave rise to countless stories of ghosts, spirits, and paranormal occurrences. Some of them were so prevalent that it's impossible to say where or when the stories first started. Like the lore of silent ghost trains gliding by astonished witnesses on dark evenings, or a haunted house plagued by former guests. One of the most famous haunted houses is on the site of an execution. Although the history of the Whaley House may seem to be nothing more than an old family tale, many people thought the location of the structure was haunted long before the house was constructed. The location of the property was the scene of the most well-known public execution in the city, Yankee Jim Robinson's Hanging. Thomas Whaley, however, was unfazed by this and bought the land and started building. The home was a beautiful example of Greek Revival architecture and was the first brick structure in California. Once completed, Thomas settled it with his family, his wife Anne, and three kids, and even started a general store. But shortly after the Whaley family moved in, despondency overcame them. Thomas, his 18-year-old infant son, passed away from scarlet fever at the house. A fire tore through the home a few months later, destroying the general store in the process. Thomas later relocated his family to San Francisco. The Whaley family eventually came back, this time with five kids. When the family arrived home, the Whaley house was once more a hive of activity. It was used as a location for the city courts, the first theater company in San Diego, 
a general store, and a few other things. However, local business owners started leaving Old Town in 1870 and moved to the brand new New Town, which is now the Gaslamp Quarters, leaving it deserted and ghostly quiet. Thomas Whaley persisted in staying in his house, not ready to give it up. When Thomas was away on a business trip in 1871, a group of armed men took the court records from the house while holding Anne at gunpoint. Many claim that this was the turning point for the household and the family. Two of the Whaley daughters were married inside the house a few years later. The younger of the two, Violet, married George Bartulesi, and despite her best efforts, the marriage proved to be intolerable, leaving Violet divorced and dejected. She was so overcome with a depression that on August 18, 1885, she shot herself in the chest because she could no longer bear the embarrassment. Many generations of the Whaley family over the years, including Thomas, Anna, and their children Lillian, Thomas, Violet, and Francis, lived and passed away in the home. Workers and guests started to experience weird and eerie encounters during the home's repair phases, which occurred multiple times throughout its existence. Yankee Jim Robinson was the first and best-known ghost to haunt the house and its surroundings because he had passed away on the very location where the mansion was constructed. The Whaley family was continually terrified throughout their lives by the notorious criminal who also left ghostly footprints and odd noises. Many people who have visited the home have stated that the baby, Thomas, who was the first member of the family to die, could hear his screaming, small footsteps, and even giggles when no one was around. Others claim to have seen a young woman, possibly Violet, remaining on the second story of the house while still overcome with grief. She seemed to frequently return to the second floor, where she spent a lot of time before committing suicide after her divorce. It's believed that her presence permeates the entire house, and that some rooms get rather frigid. The house, the stairwells, and the yard have all been filled by the spirits of Thomas, Anna, and other people. Thomas has frequently been spotted standing at the top of the stairs wearing his coat and top hat. Others claim to have detected the whiff of French perfume. Anna's preferred fragrance. The Whaley House is still owned by the numerous people who have lived there throughout the years, as evidenced by the mists, lights that turn on and off by themselves, and crystals in the music room that swing open and shut without being asked. But who was Yankee Jim? James Yankee Jim Robinson was born around 1821 in Nova Scotia, Canada. He was a physically well-built Canadian Frenchman who stood 6 feet 3 inches tall with a large gold discovery. Everyone avoided him due to his unattractive appearance. 
James Robinson's life would finish far from his supposed horse-thieving days as a legendary rogue who was known to routinely strike deals with numerous guys in various locations in order to steal mules and cattle in exchange for a bill of sale. There have been rumors of a man and a horse skeleton being discovered not far from his campground, but were dubious if Yankee Jim was responsible for this. The town was completely destroyed by fire shortly after Robinson left, wiping off any existing records of his true identity. He was accused of stealing horses and of threatening to kill a man. He received a hanging sentence, which led to the creation of the Whaley House mythology. On the side of Robinson's death, and soon after, as we know, Jim's ghost began to spook the area. Yankee Jim is not the only ghost, though. Mr. and Mrs. Whaley, a young child, and even the family dog have all been said to visit from the beyond. According to the U.S., Commerce Department categorized the Whaley House as haunted in the 1960s due to the home's extreme creepiness. There are other tales as well, such as the legend of Joe Baldwin, a train conductor who tragically perished by being beheaded in a train accident in 1856 and as a result is said to have remained in the area searching for his head. Or the tale of Goatman's Bridge, Old Alton Bridge, an iron truss bridge that originally connected Denton, Texas with Copper Canyon, is most commonly referred to as Goatman's Bridge. Many people who have crossed that night have reported seeing the demonic-looking goat-headed man waiting for them on the other side. The bridge's moniker comes from a well-known local ghost tale. The story is about a prosperous African-American goat farmer who was allegedly killed on the bridge in 1938 by the nearby Ku Klux Klan members. It is alleged that the Klansmen hanged the goat farmer by hanging him from the edge of the bridge with a noose. But when they descended below to verify his death, the body had simply vanished. Alternate versions of the ghost story have also been reported, one of which contends that the goat man's wife is the true spirit that haunts the bridge. According to other tales, Satanists are responsible. The goat man may emerge if you bang on the bridge truss three times, according to the majority of the versions of the story. Okay, theory time. Ghosts are both the expression of and the source of disturbed relationships. They appear when significant change is happening in the world. Their entire design indicates what they stand for. When the present feels illogical or unacceptable, or when it is shattered by a loss that has not been properly acknowledged. It might also happen when something disappears, amid chaos but goes unnoticed. They interpret and border the realm between life and death, the past and the present. But just as the ghost's appearance causes an atmospheric charge, a glitch in the matrix, it can cause a 
substantial and instantaneous tremor in the present. This unnerving sensation is something that will come. It suggests a fragmented present to us. They serve as a warning to the living that the borders we establish and later neutralize are also inadequate. Even when those pasts are terrible, and when they pose a threat to our present and futures, we must hold ourselves accountable for the past that ghosts bring into the present in order to accept them. In the case of Goatman, a wrongful death, a hate crime, could be the reason why this spirit is stuck on the bridge. An unacknowledgement, a passing of time. In the case of Joe Baldwin, a terrible accident caused a soul to leave this earth too soon. Unfinished business. But in the case of Yankee Jim, it's not so clear. Yes, he was convicted of a thief, and many of the stories claim that he was nothing more than a thief. It still does not warrant his death, and that may be the reason why. But what do you think? I would love to hear your opinion. And with that, this will conclude today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies. I've been your host, Eric Patino. If you want to email me or Conrad, you can do so at bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. That's one word, bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and as always, I will catch you in the next episode. (laughs) 